You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Sister Christian, all the time has come. This is what I've been into. Not surprising at all. I just discovered Eddie's music, by the way. (laughs) I just turned the radio on in my car for the first time. Yo, because I always hated 80s music. Oh, it's the best. And then we have this channel called MTV Classic. (laughs) And now when I'm working, I just put on MTV Classic. That's good. And then I can't get any work done because the music videos are the most hilarious shit you've ever seen in your entire fucking life. Oh, this one's so good. Do you know this one? Yeah, I'm very familiar. Hit it, Mike. Oh, yeah. You tried to get me. Uh, I tried to. I wanted you to. You can't get I thought you were going to come in. No, I was going to leave you hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Isn't that good? That's a legit song right there, man. There's so many amazing. Anything by Hall & Oates. Amazing songs. Yeah, I saw a lot of Hall & Oates. Uh... You know, my thing with 80s music is that synth shit just fucking ruins it, bro. Like that little synth drum that they always have and everything. Oh, yeah. No one used real drums Oh, my 80s. God. I hate it. It Ruins drives it. me fucking insane. Are you insane. fucking kidding me, man? Synths are amazing. Sounding. You like the That's synth? That's what makes the music. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Weaver likes the what synth. What else is doing it? <laughs> Dude, if it wasn't like the synth doosh, drums, they would just doosh, be 90s songs. Yeah, doosh. exactly, man. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's like so I don't even know what the other sounds that come in. A lot room. of reverb on those synth drums. So oh much man, it's reverb, beautiful. Bro. Just like nature intended. Amen. Music to be. I don't know. I have a theory about the '80s, man. What's I up? think you know, like John Lennon and Bob Marley both got killed in like 1980 and stuff. Uh huh. I think if they would have lived and not been assassinated, the entire sound of the 80s would have been different. The Time Left Life Records no. that you buy, the 80s compilations, would have been totally different. You, you think know what so? I, mean? I would have think I, I think it would have been a musically more sound decade. I think, so you, I think John Lennon would have used some fucking synth I don't think John Lennon would have used any fucking synth. Imagine all the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this? You don't have to carry your whole set in. How long you been working that. on that Liverpool accent? Is That's, that something uh, that... I mean, I've had it under wraps for a while. I thought this was the time to bust it out. Yeah, cause I'm from Brit. <laughs> <laughs> All my accents eventually get Jamaican, yeah. and then turn like Arabic. You know, I can't, I can't yeah, maintain any too, accents whatsoever. It's sure. hard. I don't fuck. I'm not gonna know. get that voiceover work, boy. Yeah, I think, I think, because if you listen to Marley and Lennon's music from like 1980, it doesn't even sound like 80s music. It mm-hmm. sounds like real fucking music and shit. That's true. So you think once they died, all the musicians were like, "Mom and Dad are gone. Let's have a party." I don't know if it was conscious like that. I just felt like they would have been like the leaders in the clubhouse. Sure. Everyone would have been following their sound. But then like you like, listen to you fuck with Steve Winwood? Steve Winwood's dope. And he That's like, a white person name I've heard of a lot, but I dude, don't exactly know who he so is. So good. Oh, he's the best so from the 80s. Good. Who is Steve Winwood? Higher oh, left. he does the Eminem song, right? Nah. Yes, yeah, Steve yeah, Winwood yeah, is yeah, famous yeah, yeah. for his Eminem song. Yeah, you know, Eminem, t- <laughs> Eminem took the right. sample. It's Welcome that, to the uh, sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the sports podcast, everybody. Steve Winwood. Higher love. Higher love. Higher love. That is the qu- higher love it's is the, the quintessential 80s. You have to it's understand, the best song I, of all time. I only usually know 80s songs that from the samples nature. in rap music <laughs> taking it from the 80s. I mean, that's and then I think a very like, millennial thing. To say. <laughs> and then I think like, well, it went back even to the nights. I'd be like, wow, that Y Club Jean song is amazing. 
<laughs> and then I found out it's like a sample from Michael McDonald or something like yeah, that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is Steve Winwood, Higher Love. I would love to hear you do a Michael McDonald impression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. Oh, we got to go to the Carl's There we go. Commercial. I don't know. I've been watching so much 80s stuff lately. 80s movies, too. I don't know why. I just Very think good. it like... It takes me back to being a kid and watching Snick, and you don't have like any fucking responsibility. Snick was nineties, man. Yeah, but it's like the same shit. I still had hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Steve Winwood. Do you think any of these drums are real? <laughs> this is a keyboard. It's all keyboard, huh? The white man is full of lies. That's all I have to say. <laughs> this is being played on the bones of the oppressed. Tell me you've heard the song before. Have you heard the song before? I don't know. You'll know the chorus. You'll know the chorus. But I'm digging it. All I gotta tell you. Without it, Is this what white people did in the 80s? That yes. cocaine? They listened to this over and over again. And this is a collab Reagan. with a black person. So you can't say that. <laughs> Steve Winwood had 78 people in the band. And half of them were Shaka black. Khan is on this song. Really? Yeah. How do you guys know so much about this shit? It's the best like song music. ever. Like music. Yep, you're Goes the is it coming? Because we had to start sportsing. <laughs> oh, you should see the white guy fist pumps going on right now. They, the they all I started at the same time. To do they weren't even looking at each <laughs> other. And they Look got at Tommy fist pumping out there too, man. Tommy wasn't even sperm when this song came out. Whoever runs for the Democratic nomination in 2020. <laughs> Just needs to play this shit. This is how we get the Trump votes back. You know what I'm saying? Dude, if Trump came out and started playing this song, I'd be like, I kind of get it. <laughs> ketchup on steak isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he, lo- he loves ketchup and steak. Did you hear that video of him and Michael Cohen? Uh, no, the recording? I want to. Oh, it's priceless because for like... Uh, they're just talking in the middle of it. He yells out to the secretary, Give me a Coke! You know what I mean? <laughs> All that's missing is the Dave Chappelle bitch at the end. Like, get me a Coke, bitch. You know what is I mean? Is he like real aggressive about it? Oh, it's just in between sentences. Like, it's not even a thing. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, it may have just emanated from like his brain without his lips. There was even, no like, one else there. there. He just shouted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been getting into 80s music because I want things to go back the way they were. And for a brief shining Make moment. Great again, says Sean Joshi. For a brief shining moment in Carnoustie uh, in the UK this weekend, Tiger Woods was leading a major golf tournament. And oh my God, I had the biggest sports erection, which is just like a regular <laughs> erection, but related to weirder things. You know what I mean? It's like a hockey stick. Oh my God, dude. I woke up at like fucking... 6 a.m. to watch Tiger Sunday morning, and then he got up to minus six and minus seven, and I promptly fell asleep and watched him collapse. You know what I mean? But it pisses me off, man. In the same way that I didn't respect like 80s music and all, like the new cats don't respect Tiger in any way. What's this is Rory talking about Tiger? He goes, Yeah, I mean. Not the tiger that, you know, Phil and Ernie and those guys had to deal with. It's a different version. But he's right there. He's right there. He's getting himself in the mix. He's healthy. I wouldn't say we're worried about him, but he's one of those guys that's always in with a shot. Listen here, you motherfucker, Rory McIlroy. This guy has been back for less than one season, okay? He's going to come and he's going to buttfuck you all. Fucking Heath Ledger on, what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal style. Very, very fucking shortly. He's ready to get his shape. He's yeah. re- the, the pecs are getting tightened, okay? He's getting ready to make love He's to you. He's getting ready to make love to the sweet, sweet golf course. And you know one guy I like is Jordan Spieth, not just because he's a young man who's balding, you know? Because yeah. I, 
I find I find camaraderie in those guys. You know what I mean? You know it's, they're not all good people. You know, guys who are bald. Oh yeah, name me one guy who was bald and a shitty person, Mike Powell. Sean Joshi. All right, you got me there. Name me two guys. <laughs> name me two fucking guys, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I watched golf for like 30 seconds the other day, Did and you? I took a picture of the screen because Let me see some guy has a name that sounds 1,000% like a made-up, <laughs> hilarious Saturday Night Do you night have it up? Name. Yep. Let me see it. Read that out loud. Uh, the first one or the second one? <laughs> Thorb, no. Thorb Jonsson? Jonsson? Thorb Jonsson. Oh, my God. That guy's... <laughs> <laughs> that guy's so Swedish, his eyebrows are blonde. Holy Dude, shit. I think he's Asian. No way. There's no Asian named Thor Bjornsson. That's what I thought. That could Shut be like the Vietnamese, though. Or something. It's like a smaller world like a these days. Dish. Yeah. Thor Bjornsson. Is that not like a made up name that it you It sounds say? like that. That or... looks like a Dana Carvey character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Thor and I'm Gold. Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> it sounds like an Ottoman you order from Ikea. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a nice piece. Let me get the Thor Bjornsson. Thor Bjornsson is a watch type. <laughs> but yeah man so sunday and i love you know uh last week we got a little bit into david foster wallace i love sports journalism you know what i mean i love long form sports journalism that's yeah. actually what got me into writing that's like i a had a, i had a uh, sports illustrated subscription when i was eight years old and shit you know and i didn't even look at the uh swimsuit not one until kids. i was 11 for not adults? even for kids for fucking oh, adults bro I had, to, I had the kid one yeah, yeah the kid yeah. one like yeah. remember that's probably that? why you balded <laughs> <laughs> doing all this adult shit when you're a kid you never got to knew the uh it's testosterone bro i'm like <laughs> i got the Jason Statham sexy, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Except for without, you know, the pecs and the muscles and the bravery and the and curve. And the feeling in your legs. <laughs> and the feeling in my legs. Yeah, basically except for uh, and the money and the women and uh, the self-worth, you know, all those things. But everything else. Everything else, you know, bro. Like, you know, the lack of hair follicles. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> the want to drive fast. <laughs> in my Uber. Yo, I got to... You Go should faster. see me, man. Go faster, man. I just watched Fast and Furious. I'm a, five I'm a stars devil in, in a smart car, you know what I mean? <laughs> five stars in it for you if you I, val- I value Dom Toretto's sense of family. You know, like we all, bro, should just get together and drink some Coronas and I think the world would be a lot better you know yeah what I'm you're saying? that kind of guy i think so don yeah. toretto another sexy bald man but his head is so much bigger like his nose is too small for his bald head Interesting. it makes for like really weird proportions i feel like yeah no hot take guys how do you get take. all the air in there i don't I have no idea <laughs> he could be on hgh i always had a theory that um you know basketball and hgh doesn't get a lot of play but carl malone to me oh, was man. clearly on fucking hgh bro his, his head arm. was small you know? and his head yeah. and then later he looked like remember the bad guy from superman i think his name was literally cranium he had like the big fucking head okay. you know what i mean but like all of a sudden the top half of carl malone's head just like started growing and getting like veiny for no really? fucking reason oh, yeah just like remember Barry Bonds had to get like uh, oh. his head drained. Those okay, so those dr- those drugs make your head bigger. They make your head fucking big. HGH does Damn. and shit. Does yeah. anyone know what? Martin does anyone hear how sexy like? my voice sounds right now? Do it's you guys hear good. that? Yeah, if yeah. your mouth is on the microphone, your voice is at maximum. It's sexiness. a maximum sexiness right now, man. Yeah, <laughs> you have yeah. a good you have a good sexiness tone. I know you're right. right in but the I have to like level. I have to act to get into it. I can't just like. 
I can't just, it's not me. It's mostly a shoulder thing. Yeah, it's mostly a shoulder. <laughs> you see how I'm looking at you right now with that view askew? I'm horny that? and I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, I'm not. Yo. <laughs> looking at you. Please look at him. <laughs> Yo, I get horny when I look at Mike's hair, bro. I was yeah. even sure. not like, nice. I would not last in We did that show on uh, Saturday. Great show. Mike's got a show at the open space. Uh, friends and friends. It's all crowd work. Thanks, except man. for the people who do sets. <laughs> <laughs> I w- dude, I saw Mike. I was like, and he's got this lighting on the stage. I was like, wow, Mike's hair looks really good. Look at the way it catches those blue and red hues and everything. Yeah, man. Man. Honestly, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I think my hair is going to make it. Yeah, I think so. What what kind of, what kind of conditioner you use, bro? What kind of you do Pantene Pro V? What do you what do you use over there? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to divulge secrets. Yeah, you know I mean, is there so is there a secret? There is a There's secret. A red, clearly, you, I heard using horse shampoo helps. <laughs> oh, I heard that too. We're yeah. already in too deep. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So you're not even gonna share your secrets. I'll tell you guys off the air, but there are strangers listening, and I don't want everyone to know. Wait. So you've known these the whole time. You've known uh, me losing my hair. Sean already gone. Yeah. I gotta wait until it's gone so Yo, I don't bro, see this competition. Aaron Weaver, you look like totally Jordan Spieth today, bro. I've never seen you look like you've had less hair. Oh really? You look older than you've ever looked, my man. Thanks. Dude. I think you look good. <laughs> I think I look good too. I yeah. think when it's I didn't when, to hurt your when feelings. people I'm are sorry. losing their hair, but they keep everything like kempt. Yeah. I think you look good. I saw somebody at Comic Con. I think so too. God bless his soul. He had so much hair, but not where you want it, and oh, he was no. just moving it. Oh no! And I'm like, you would have a just have a dope short haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the longer it gets, the worse it looks. I was you, watching. Yeah. I was watching Weird Science with Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> good segue. <laughs> the 80s thing is a lot. And like that chick in that movie is so good looking, but what they do with her hair, they like tease She's totally it. Bald on they top. tease it so like it looks Stephen like Wright. a homeless person. <laughs> like she looks like Stephen Wright. And I don't know what they did with 80s women with the hair and the high waisted swimsuits. Yeah. Like there's women who look better looking now than they did in the 80s. You're you know talking what I mean? about the like, hair coming out of the Helen, bottom of the swimsuit? Helen, yeah, that too. Helen, <laughs> Helen Mirren looks totally better now. The 80s just weren't. Like people didn't look good in the eighties, man. No, people were very, very big and very frizzy in the eighties. Yeah, I don't really get it. But anyways, Sunday, I was living in the nostalgia of my childhood when I was like the only thirteen-year-old who would stay in and watch (laughs) golf instead of playing with his friends because I love Tiger Woods that much. And uh, and I really appreciate this article on uh, on ESPN because it kind of captured the magic of that Sunday and being able to live through that again. I'll read through a little bit for you. And this is why I love Speed. He respects it. Unlike that, you know, that Irish kint, uh Rory McIlroy. <laughs> he goes, and I love this shit. I love how like uh, hyperbolic sports writing gets. Like you know, like it goes. They have the, to man. The, the mytho. It's like it's like Greek mythology almost. You only have shit. so much to talk about before you go to start. <laughs> like, do you, it's like Greek. Do you think like Hercules was just like you know really good at the shot put or yeah. something, and they just like totally over blew that shit? And now yeah. He's like, and then he talked about what Zeus. he wasn't doing. He talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this is the line. He goes, Tiger Woods was the old Sunday destroyer in red, holding sole possession of the lead in a major while the open field was going going gone with the wind the contenders who were in other pairings and who saw woods and named only charging up the leaderboard went tumbling down that same leaderboard as if it were a staircase as if they were the usual suspect from tiger's prime jordan spieth defending champ might as well have been phil or ernie in the middle of the woods dynasty he started the day in the lead at nine under four nine under four strokes clear of tiger when he saw the 
iconic name in the lead, he turned to his caddy, Michael Greller, and said, Damn it, dude. Like a boxer's cut man, Dreller had to shove his wobbly man back into the ring with something. The caddy came up with this. He hasn't been in this position in 10 years. And you've been here how many times in the last three years? The pep talk didn't have a Newt Rockney-like effect on Spieth. He was busy shooting a 5 over 76 while the world stopped to watch and listen as a 42-year-old tiger roared like a lion along the rugged North Sea coast at 4.18 p.m. <laughs> local time as he played the ninth hole. Woods moved into a share of the open lead. This is right when my erection was at its full prime. <laughs> is that what it says? <laughs> yeah, it says that in the ESPN article. Like, you parentheses. Could, it, it was like a... <laughs> what did you say? Parentheses. <laughs> parentheses italic. It was like a sundial. You could have told time with that shit. At 4.34 p.m., around the time he was hitting a, a majestic approach out of a bunker out of the 10th, Woods took a exclusive hold of the lead as he headed for the 11th tee a fan shouted tiger we believe it's coming home and this is why you should never trust english fans that was like uh their whole song their whole song they were singing it's coming home for the world cup and mm-hmm. then you know they lost promptly lost and no one heard it again dude you guys are comedians and pretty good at telling me specifically when i'm full of shit So I'm going to set up, I was not next to this writer while he was writing this. I'm going to set up the exact scene of what it had to have looked like, what I pictured while you were reading that, and you tell me if any of this is off base. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Obviously a typewriter. Yeah. Dude doesn't even have a laptop, I would venture to say. Yeah. Open window, white, flowy blinds flowing in the wind. Right. Right? Golf course. Yes. In the distance, right? Cigarette hanging out of his mouth, glass of red wine on the burned. side, shotgun next to him to blow his brains <laughs> out at the very end, just in case, <laughs> just, just like all the case. great writers. <laughs> you know that was good, but I mean, dude, he said yeah, he tiger roared like a lion. Like, come <laughs> on, man, what is that, dude? <laughs> he did say that. He said he that. He did say that. He definitely said that, oh, dude. No. If you're gonna go for it, don't fuck it up. With yeah, yeah, lion. yeah, 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 yeah. Tiger roared like a lion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he swung like a baseball player. Get the fuck out. He's already a golfer, man. Why are you- <laughs> Here it is. The world stopped to watch and listen as 42-year-old Tiger roared like a lion along, like along the rugged North Sea coast. You know That's I mean? why I don't know if your story's right, man. I think he might be on an iPad, you know, in a so shitty apartment. What, what else roars? Glendale. I can't say like- Tiger roared like a lion. Tiger. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that really is the only... He's like, I can't do this, so it has to be this. Like, what else be. roars? Yeah. Hey, honey, what else roars? <laughs> well, should we get into some like a heaven and hell type of uh, imagery? And yet here he was a little more than a year later, remarkably about to seize the claret jug for a fourth time. He had eight coals to cover and some inner demons and doubts to silence and defeat. You should make the click sound. Demons and and doubts. Oh, yeah. Even a reborn tiger, arguably the greatest of all time, wasn't sure if he was ready to win his 15th major, only three majors into what is likely the final comeback of his career. Even though he's 114, Rory said, you have to learn how to get back. Yeah. Hold on. Keep going. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. That's the end. I'll start over. Just read, start your, over. read your bio. Yeah, man. Oh, there you go. There you go. Everybody, everyone at Carnoustie wanted to believe in the magic of the moment. This was a tournament for the aged and a story for the ages. Wood had been so mu- in so much physical pain from back injuries and multiple surgeries. He thought he would never again play competitive golf. 
with the promise of cocktail waitresses <laughs> along the Gulf Coast and their giant here? titties <laughs> compelled him <laughs> to go. <laughs> That was great, man. Zero ching in there. But I'm just, I'm just glad Tiger's back and like contending in a major. It made me so happy, man. Like I, I so rarely get happy. Like I only get happy <laughs> when I watch MTV Classic, when I'm watching '80s movies, and when Tiger Woods is at contention in a major. Yeah, I love that, man. No. It was fucking great, dude. It was really special, man. Tiger clawed back like a leopard. Like <laughs> <laughs> Tiger clawing back like a bag lady. <laughs> So what do you guys think? You think Tiger will ever win another major again? Nah. Never say never. Never say never. No, I believe, man. What wise words, Mike Falzone? Did you come up with those yourself? I know nothing days? about. I just know he was on a cover of a video game, so he could do anything. <laughs> 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 and what do you think, man? What do you think? What do you think? Tiger man? coming back? Yeah, you think he's going to win? I don't people, think he's people win. used to think it was impossible. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. I don't know, why, man. Why? Why do you say that? Uh, you know, just because I don't have a real answer and. Okay. Uh, I don't know Tiger it's, that well anymore. <laughs> so I, I always think if really old people could be good at golf, why can't a relatively young person? No, that's a great point. A good, it's golf. Point. It's not the, you know, Tom Kite was 59 and he uh, went to the playoffs of the British Open and Tiger did actually say his best chance to win is the British Open because it's a Lynx course. It's not just those big ass driving alleys where you got to hit it 320 off the tee and straight to have a chance to win. So I mean it's golf man. His body's okay you, but like it's more of a mental thing with Tiger, right? It could be, dude. You went through Once some your shit. wife chases you down the driveway swinging yeah. a golf club at you and you back into the fire hydrant and the I'm Miami saying. PD comes and picks you up cuz Tiger was always the golden boy of American sports and right. I think he was very into his image and when that happened I think it took something out of him mentally as well. That's you know what, what I mean? Saying. Yeah, there's only so much you can hear, you know, about Howard Stern reading your texts about wanting to piss on women on the air without, <laughs> you know, losing a certain part of yourself. Robin, listen to this. Listen <laughs> <laughs> what he said about the piss. Yeah, man. But I don't know. You know, if his back holds up, I'll say this. A lot of people are discounted on Tiger, including a friend of mine named Andy Gigax who sucks at everything in his life. <laughs> But uh, but I will say Tiger's got a real shot, and I'll, I'll just say why real quick. You know, he used to have his best days on Thursday and Friday, and increasingly lately he's been having his best play on Saturday and Sunday, which mean his, it means his back is actually holding up through the weekend. The other thing about it is the fastest club head speed recorded on tour this year belongs to none other than Eldrick Tiger Woods, okay? That's from a 42-year-old man. If he's singing, if he's swinging the club the fastest on tour and he's able to get it straight off the driver, watch out fucking Rory McIlroy. There's a big fucking tiger clawing into his back like a what, Aaron? Aaron Weaver? Oh, like a jaguar. Like a fucking <laughs> jaguar. So I, I, I think I think I think Tiger, you're gonna see him. <laughs> like a Siberian tiger. <laughs> 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 like a Bengal tiger. Dude, swinging like a different type of a tiger. Tiger will be a Siberian tiger in the PG Open. He's going to have a real chance to win. And I just want him to win so he can make awesome acceptance speeches at the ESPYs like this one again. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Woo! Oh. Another trophy. Another one of these bad boys. Uh... <laughs> And this one is definitely the most special. Definitely the most special. Who cares? Uh, you know... Sounds like T.J. Miller. People oh, are always no. asking me, Tiger... It's, it's Will Ferrell. Uh, how do you do it? And my answer is shut up. Uh, I ask the questions around here. I'm Tiger Woods. 
Well, what can I say? It's been a, it's been a great year. Clearly, I am the best golfer alive today. And arguably the greatest of all time. Uh, but as I look around this room tonight, I realize that this isn't about being the best golfer. It's about being the best athlete alive. <laughs> Which apparently I am. What can I say? You voted. Uh, all I did was purposely sever my ACL and broke a bone in my leg. And you know what? I still won the US Open. And and that's when even I start to believe it's undeniable. I am the greatest. Um, I'd like to thank my sponsors, BF Goodrich Tires, uh, Beacons Moving and Storage, Little Debbie Snack Cakes, Tab, yes, they still make it, only for me, Daiwoo, which I believe is some kind of car, Ticonderoga Pencils, number two and number three, but not number four, those are ridiculous. Jovan Musk and Drakkar Noir. Uh, what can I say? I'm the best in your face. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Shut it down. No one says in your face anymore. Nobody says that, dude. Nobody wears Jovan Musk anymore. I remember my boy, Ryan Brand, seventh grade, my own <laughs> Dude, he was the first one to buy deodorant. He rocked that Jovan Musk all the time. I thought it was so classy, dude. Dog, I had that Drakkar Noir. You had that Drakkar? You never learned how to say it, did you? No, that was my stepdad stole it. Is that like the knockoff one you got at the gas station? The Drakkar Noir? Best athlete of all time. That's hilarious. Did someone forget to tell him he's a golfer? No, I will say this. You know, and I used to, in college, is what people used to say. Oh, Tiger's not an athlete because I had a poster up on him because uh, on my college because I was a very sweet boy at my college dorm. Yeah, I had girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my whole thing about it was uh, not all golfers are athletes, but Tiger Woods was an athlete. And all the golfers now since Tiger... They're athletes now. You can't look, look at, at the golfers Jorbinson. now. <laughs> look at fucking <laughs> Thorg Jorbinson. How could you say he's not an athlete? I mean, Abs it's for days. It's not like you could show up to the British yeah. Open hungover and end up shooting a 467 for your best four-day result, yeah, could you? Unless you're Eddie Pepperell, who just did that this past weekend. Look at how good I am. I almost queued that up so fucking good, Mike. I think you're killing it oh still. Oh, my yeah, God, dude. Yeah, close, man. It was so close. I enjoyed the That's great athleticism on your part. <laughs> you're <laughs> the know, most right? athletic <laughs> podcaster there is. I like to think so. It's you and Brendan Shaw. You know he carried his own laptop in here? <laughs> <laughs> no caddy. It's technically. No caddy. No backpack. Damn. Yeah, man. I also sit in the front of Ubers. What's up? Hell oh, yeah, dude. Shit, dude. What a power move that is. <laughs> you put your hand on the driver's leg? Well, I mean, I hit the ball better on the range, which gave me some confidence because I didn't feel like I've been swinging it very good this week. So Yeah. And then see, playing with Phil. You should see Those his two face, things man. Gave this guy looks like he was with, out doing honestly, lines and, um, I love night. when you could hear everything in someone's nose. Too much <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was so frustrated with yesterday that today was really, I'm not going to say a write-off, but I, I didn't feel like I was in the golf tournament. And yeah. whether I shot 69 or 73 today, I, I wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been heartbreaking. But, um... As it happens, I've shot 67. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a um, funny game. Did you feel like you put yourself under too much pressure given how well you've done last week to do well No, definitely not. Um, I don't think I'd do that. Um, 
I just didn't play as well this week, honestly. You know, last week I felt like I had a really good, and I putted. Uh, I felt How like much does it suck if this is the wrong fucking clip and not talking about him being hungover at all? That's so fucking and, um, good. This, this today was was tough. Is it hard the wrong one? Just getting the ball to the hole. Dude, I'll believe anything a British person. I know, right? I think they're so classy. And then I lived in three foot past in the last. I lived in Prague and can't in front of ten thousand for a couple years, and I realized that British people are giant pieces of shit. Is that right? Across the board, I would say today. Oh my God! Well, just the way they travel, and British people will tell you that. Just the way that they travel is ridiculous. They have their bachelor parties, these stag parties, and they'll just show up to these other countries, like these Eastern European countries, and they all have matching t-shirts because they're like that and they'll just get so fucked right, up let's go to our and, they and have a look at tits yeah 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 and they won't give a fuck about the local population you know what i mean they're just going around weinsteining like so it's a giant around. frat it's, it's giant. like a giant like frat thing or that's whatever. why we left we're much better off <laughs> Start our own frat. You think so? <laughs> Fourth of July. Let's start our own frat. <laughs> you want to? What would your frat be, Aaron Weaver? What would my frat be? Phi Kappa uh, Bangya? <laughs> That's improv, Very Greek. That's improv, man. That's good, dude. Yeah, dude. So, uh, <laughs> that sucks. Let's just take your word for it. I don't yeah. want to listen. Yeah, that guy got hung over. We're not going to listen anymore. Sexy accents. He got fucked up and he went and he played golf really well like millions of Americans do every Damn. day before going home and committing domestic abuse, Jesus. presumptuously. But uh, <laughs> moving on, I think uh, you know Tiger would come back and he would win a major. It would be one of the greatest comeback in sports Amen. which i think he will um i think the greatest comeback one of the greatest comebacks in our time is actually um andre agassi who a lot of people don't know but he actually went through a really kind of fucked up part of his career um yeah in the mid-1990s the hugely popular american andre agassi experienced an existential crisis uh, forced into tennis from young, as young as he could remember by his overbearing father, Mike. Agassi was sick of the sport and by 1997 had suffered a spectacular fall. Having been the world number one a year earlier, Agassi played just 24 matches in 97 and was down to a ranking of 141 by November. Off the court, Agassi was spiraling out of control as his marriage to Brooke Shields fell apart and he later admitted to taking crystal meth right what? yeah it sounds like 19, 1997 was a fun year right everyone was doing crystal meth in everyone the was 90s. doing crystal meth in 97 dude the fucking the third eye blind would have no career <laughs> if it weren't for meth. <laughs> yeah it was presumed that would be the end of agassi's tennis career and his supporters would have content with the memories of those swashbuckling days when he shook up the sport with his bandana and denim shorts but he was not done <laughs> He came back in 99, <laughs> extraordinary comeback that saw him complete a career grand slam with an improbable French open win down two sets to love in the final against uh, Medvedev. But my favorite, favorite part about, um, about Agassi is he wore a toupee at the French Open in the 1990s. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, and he made the finals, okay? What? Yeah, he made the finals, and here he is talking about it. Uh... uh Every morning, I would get up and find another piece of my identity on the pillow, in the wash basin, down the plug hole. This is what it's like to bald people. It's very traumatic. This is why you did him? I asked this myself. Is why this is your dude? Oh, yes. This is my hero. Him and Manu Ginobili. I like balding <laughs> men in sports <laughs> everywhere, bro. Manu wears it well. He goes, I asked myself. You look like Manu Ginobili. Thanks, A little dude. bit. <laughs> he does. 
Like a better looking, oh, funnier. Yeah. Oh, better at basketball too, actually. Better at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> a more broken fingered Mano Jodo. That's right. I jump like a tiger. Uh, let's. <laughs> I asked myself, you want to wear a toupee on the tennis court? I answered myself, what else could I do? In the French Open in 1990, he was in the final, his first in a Grand Slam tournament. Then a fiasco happened. He said, the evening before the match, I stood under the shower and felt my wig suddenly fall apart. Probably I used the wrong hair rinse. I panicked, called my brother Philly into the room. It's a total disaster, he said. He looked at it and said he could clamp it with hair clips. Mm -hmm. It took 20 clips. Do you think it will hold? I asked, just don't move so much, he said. Of course, I could have played without my hairpiece, but what would all the journalists have written if they knew that all the time I was really wearing a wig? Probably the, write more about the match. <laughs> <laughs> During the warm-up before I prayed, not for victory, but that my hairpiece wow. would not fall off. Imagine how confident which you got to be. Which is the exact like, I know same thing win. I said when I was 23. <laughs> Wait, did his meltdown? No, he lost, dude. He lost. And that oh, was the lost. last time he was in the final okay. until he was over again. So his because in the, you can see it during the match. Like, he's moving around tentatively. He's not his usual athletic yeah, self because be he's actually worried that his wig is going to fall off in natural in, in front of national television. Oh, like, a full, remember the Richie Tenenbaum moment where in Tenenbaum, he just takes off his shoes and walks <laughs> off the court and shit? Uh -huh. I think that's what it's, like, inspired <laughs> by and shit. Yeah. I can relate to that, man. When my hair was first, like, falling out, I would, like... It, it was a lot longer, so it was more noticeable, and yeah. I would do things to it. But, like, if I was trying to talk to a girl in the wind, I'd be very cautious about yeah. my movements because the oh wind God, would fucking reveal, yeah. reveal the truth, you yeah. know? And I can't imagine playing a game. It's oh hard enough God. to talk to girls as it is. Very hard, man. Ask Tommy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, get on the mic for a second. How's your hair? Uh, I think it's good for now, but... No, that I'm, means I'm he's, seeing, the, he's uh, seeing thin corridors of I mean... There's the two things in the corners. You know the corners the that go peak. first? The widow's peak. peak. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I was pattern. noticing that the other day for the first time, and it's it's terrifying. It's but, yeah, so Tommy, dumb. you're fucked, man. How was France? Tommy was in France last week celebrating the World Cup. Apparently, the Laugh Factory pays him more than any of the fucking <laughs> 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 They paid for his I spent all of my money. Nice. Did you make any sweet love to hairy French women, Tommy? Uh, no French women. That was the ultimate goal. But I did Armenian meet an American women. girl abroad. That doesn't count. Who man. is from like we don't Idaho call them broads anymore, Tommy. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> oh, so man. this broad, what was she like? <laughs> this broad, she was very nice. She was. She was very nice. <laughs> she she was. Oh man. She oh, said it, it gets please so crazy. and thank you. I was had an Airbnb and we had roof access, so that was like my big selling. See, point. now we're down the fucking Tommy corridor right now. Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy you? you had roof let's access. Follow it. Let's follow it. So I, I took an Uber back to the Airbnb to beat my friends so I could get some alone time. Okay. And to then beat we, your friends. <laughs> to beat your friends. <laughs> In the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and then we get up on the roof, and uh, and I was and I was stoked. I was excited. Everything was going right, and uh, you know I'm. I'm down there with the hands doing, giving her the one, two. Chapow. Chapang. Wait, is that the sounds? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Let's rewind. Please explain the Aaron Wait, wait. Is that the sounds you make when you're hand fingering a woman? It's Kapow, Kabam. DJ Kimmy Slick. It's fucking Batman in the 1960s and shit. This becomes the scene from 40 year old version. Caesar I've never had sex ever. Um, I believe that part, actually. <laughs> yeah, that is. The truth is. So then what happened? You're kapow kabamming. Uh, you're punching. So she's um, unconscious. So yeah. things are going well. <laughs> things are going well. <laughs> things are going well. 
and then I look down at my hands. And it's bloody. Oh, and no. I'm covered in blood. Oh, no. I'm just covered. Bro, that's why you don't go bow. Oh, you go cabal, kabam on enemies like uh, <laughs> the, the penguin and yeah. the Riddler and the Joker, not on a woman. Yeah, that's your fault, man. Yeah, I think I was kabamming too hard. There's going to oh, be a, no. like a Netflix crime documentary about Tommy's time in France. Tommy's oh. time. <laughs> Tommy's time. Searching for him. There's going to be silhouettes of his figure. So what did you say? <laughs> well, I checked to see that she was still alive. I mean, what's the what's course. the what's the one liner you used after that? What's what's the segue to you know? Uh, I started with an um, Good and then start. I I ended off with a. Uh, <laughs> it just it was so dark. I didn't even notice for so long, and I I just told her. What's going on? <laughs> oh no, Tommy! Hey, oh, Tommy. what's the deal? <laughs> what's this all about? <laughs> Where did the blood come from? Yo, that's the worst made-up story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, I wish, I wish it was. One it was day, so Tommy, romantic. you're gonna oh, touch a real-life woman, and Tommy, it's gonna be Tommy very special. He was in Modesto. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, well, better uh, luck next time, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, that that stopped the momentum pretty heavily. Sure, yeah. Sure. Did you think of wearing a toupee like Andre Agassi, <laughs> perhaps? Oh, oh man, no. I think that would have fixed it. Well, don't let it stop you from finger blasting in the future. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can be fun. Thank you. That, that really is encouraging. <laughs> Tommy, for me. if you can't get laid in France after they win the World Cup, what hope is there, bro? I do genuinely think you have a point there. You found the only menstruating woman in France. And <laughs> <laughs> she was from Idaho. <laughs> the France part was awesome. I have no regrets there. That was a fucking riot. Tommy yeah, had a good yeah. bit. He had a good Instagram story bit. What was you see Instagram? Tommy's bit? No, I didn't. Tommy, see describe bit. your bit and make it unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I would point to statues or things that were iconic in the country, and I would be like, "Culture." That's good. Culture. Yeah, that one was, or two times it that doesn't. That was as unfunny as like when I try to play the Hangover clip from the golfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you I would I mean? zoom in on Dude, it too. Do you see that this thing forty or fifty times, and then once in a while he'll catch a uh, like a Burger King sign, yeah. and he'll do it for the Burger King sign. <laughs> yeah. I was I was laughing. You're, my ass you're, you're losing it. I, was I tried to find the it. most dumb unculture American things to <laughs> film, <laughs> <laughs> like the least helpful tour guide of all time. I don't know. It's, it's good. It's a good bit, Tommy. It's, it was a Great visual bit, medium Tommy. for sure. Well, yeah. Tommy, why don't you just bring in your fucking slides next time when we can have a whole <laughs> fucking slideshow of Tommy's France vacation. Uh, did you point at the stuff with your bloody fingers? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Culture>. <laughs> I'll never wash these hands again. Oh, oh, my oh, one yeah. sexual experience. Tommy, never bring Kapow. me Kapow. 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 Oh, no. Never describe it like that to anyone else. Tommy, oh, no. Uh, can you please cut an apology video tape that we'll be playing at the end of the thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. I'll get working on that. That was my favorite comeback. I loved Agassi, man. I loved it, man. Yeah, hell yeah. He loved it. It was great. <laughs> Wait, so did his meltdown coincide perfectly with his hair loss? Is that no, the reason? actually, when he accepted his hair loss is actually when he came back. Well, that's what I he mean. Was down, he was, at, he was at, down at 141 on the Challengers Tour, and he shaved his head, and then he like came back. It was actually really magical. Nobody ever right. thought he would come back. Dude, and now everyone pictures him as the Always successful, as the shaved head guy. Yeah. yeah, but remember when he was doing like those Canon commercials 100%. in like, the 90s and shit, 100%. man? 100%. I never understood how people in the 90s got their hair on the top to stick straight up, and then the rest of it was like perfectly flowy in the winds yeah there's a lot i don't understand before 1998 sure but i have a feeling that there's going to be people saying that about you know this time in history yeah kind yeah. of as so they well just look down at their phones the whole time 
<laughs> before the chips were inserted into their brains. Dude, I don't remember anything between 2000 and and 2016. Was that were you doing meth with Andre Agassi? I was just on that crystal looking at my phone. <laughs> I love. Do you guys have a favorite comeback in particular? Mm, I mean, the obvious one. Is my favorite, but we, we don't have to use this. But I think Jesus is number one. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! He's a pretty good comeback. Dog, he came back with the haircut. Pretty good comeback. Yeah. Pretty good comeback. <laughs> he shaved his head. Yeah, I don't he got remember. The thorns. I don't remember that part of uh, the Gospels. Uh, the I'm gonna line you up, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he got that. He got the hairline tattoo like Jesus Drake. was pretty good. Jesus was a good one. Would what you ever you? do that? Would you get the hairline tattoo like Drake? Hell no, dude. Wait, does Drake no. have that? That's a tattoo. Or I don't know if Drake's it. I shouldn't spread. But it's supposed to look like, like Drake. Yeah, yeah. They okay. get it. They get. I've seen that. To look like Drake. Oh, people I've get that, that done. Yeah, yeah. People get it done. You've man. looked at. You've researched it. Yeah, right? I've researched yeah. it plenty, man. Are you I gonna think, do, gonna I think do you got a good thing going. Is it annoying so to shave? I it? think I look good, bald. You do look pretty. You good do. Bald. I have a nicely shaped head. You know. Nice. You do have a good. It's head. It's like well dimensioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, goodness. Sarah Palin has that. The rumors were she's around her lips. You know that hillbilly line. Yeah. That you see, like some women did the Kool Aid line. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They always say we call them in India. We call them pandus. That's the <laughs> word. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's word for country people. <laughs> Like village people's pandus. <laughs> Why pandu? What is that? <laughs> it's like the pind is like you know the name of town or village. So okay. Like people from like a little town or village, like our version of hillbillies, pandus. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I like it. So she's got the pandu tattoo around her around her lips. Kung yeah, fu yeah. pandu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that. Too. That's so pretty good. A bunch of poor animals. It's like it's the Bollywood <laughs> version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. My favorite comeback in recent years was the McConaissance. Ooh. Saints. Okay. That's remember, a great one. remember, remember the career trajectory of Matthew McConaughey. Did he go away? It's oh, he went away for a long time. It started with Time to Kill. You know, he came up and he was like, uh, no, Mississippi Burning. He had all those great movies, and then he went away. He was making, uh, he was making all those like romantic comedies, and he didn't make yeah. like very good movies for a while. You know, like uh, does that count as going away if you still have movies come out in the theater? <laughs> That's a good point. Well, he wasn't critically acclaimed. You know, oh, sure. everyone was like, why isn't he making like any good movies yeah. and shit like that? His status know? took a major dip. It did. And he's like really talented. Like, you know, obviously Days and Confused. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know Days and Confused. He was just a kid hanging out in Texas and he started drinking out at a bar with somebody, one of Link Lauders or however you say his name, who is one of his scouts. And he goes, I think you'd be good on this film. So he auditioned for it and he like literally ad-libbed like, Oh, All man. of those fucking lines. You know what I mean? Here's a line about being a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah, are going to love He this. did do that. What was the line? He's like, uh, All these girls. We keep getting older. older they these keep girls staying the, the same, same age. age. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do a good McConaughey accent. I don't think. It's not that hard. Just take under, what you're doing and go slower. <laughs> it's an underutilized accent. I feel like people could do it more on stage. I, yeah. think, it would, I think it would work to effect. Sure. Know? Yeah. But I was like that dude. My favorite line is when he's in. Uh, from his romantic comedies in Failure to Launch when he finds out uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has just been using him, you know, to try to get her get him to move out of his house. Mm-hmm. And this is a completely straight... Mike looks so interested. This is a completely straight PG-13 movie and then they get in the car and McConaughey just pulls this off. Get the fuck out of the car. Fuck out of the <laughs> <laughs> is that the Lincoln commercial they never aired? <laughs> Yo, Tommy, is this what that woman said to you in France? Get the fuck out of the car. 
Get the fuck off this roof, Tommy. Get the fuck off this roof. Oh, that's great, man. I love that. I love that. And then my favorite movie, I think the best movie since the year 2000, the best original movie since the year 2000 has been the movie Interstellar, man. I oh, I love that movie. Love that fucking love that shit. Love it. Love it. It gets me pumped. People, it's divisive, though. A lot of people don't like it at all. Because they're dumb. Because they're it's dumb. Like, they're like, oh, love's not a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, those people are just unhappy. They're so unhappy. Plus, I just like the way he says Murph like 47 times or 147 times in the movie. Talk to me, Murph. That's right. Murph, don't make me leave like this, Murph. Hello, Murph. Murph is a bright spark. Dude, Murph is one of those names, like, if my name was Murph, I would hate my fucking name. Because of everyone saying it's it like, constantly. Murph. Murph. It's like Carl in The Walking Dead. Carl. 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 <laughs> Carl. 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 Yeah, same shit. Carl. Carl. They completely fucked that show up, by the way. Can I talk about my favorite comeback of yeah, all time? Yeah, do it, please. Uh, I'm going to give you the date. Yes. April fifth, two thousand nine. Is this uh Britain? The battle the battle of Britain? No. No. I uh, no more. Please, this is serious. Okay, let's see. April fifth, two thousand nine. I think we'll all remember that it was the twenty fifth anniversary of WrestleMania. Oh yes. Mm. It's where they put those no Roman numerals to bed and they Holy were like, shit. We're just gonna go with twenty five for the full one. numbers. The Quincentennial. And uh and it was I love that Mike loves wrestling like other people love real sports. Please, <laughs> real sports. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I, I actually do have a fun spot. Don't backtrack. It, it was be, the it Undertaker. It would make more fun if they had like the, <laughs> the Ultimate same? Warrior doing what Tiger <laughs> yeah, Woods did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Undertaker, I think you're all familiar. Oh, sure. yeah, of course. Against the returning Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the lightness versus the darkness. It was good versus evil, heaven oh, yeah. versus hell. Big old build up to it. Big old build up, baby. And then you're thinking that if Big anyone can up. break the streak, it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, well and he didn't and I have a and big I have a big issue with the way that they handled that streak. While you changed we're your into whole it. stance. I did for wrestler. Because you know, it actually pisses me off. You're gonna build that up for twenty three, twenty four years, and then yeah. he's gonna lose to to who was a Brock Lesnar? It's the most believable person who could break the streak. I think that's such bullshit, man. Listen, if you're spending, if you're totally spending 24 you. years building that up, just let the dude. And I get there's a thing in wrestling, okay? And it's when the old wrestler like retires or going out, he puts the young guy over the top and yeah. shit. And I get what they're trying to do. The company WWE didn't have anybody to carry the company, so Brock Lesnar was going to come in. He was going to be the guy. You know, CM Punk's gone. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. He's not there. And plus, they. Totally misused that guy, by the way, as well. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so they need they need a storyline, but you don't sacrifice the motherfucking Undertaker's motherfucking undefeated WrestleMania run for that, and then have him lose the next year too. Who did he lose the next year to? Oh, he lost to. Uh, I think the following year he won against Bray Wyatt. I might be mixing up years, but he won against Bray Wyatt. And, and then he lost the, and he lost and then he again. lost to Roman Reigns again. And lost to Roman Reigns. But they're desperately trying Roman to, Reigns, they're pushing too hard on that Roman Reigns. If anything, Reigns, he should have broken the streak and it would have done wonders for his career. Well, you know, I'll tell you I'll tell you uh wrestling is really interesting from the standpoint of how the storylines are constructed and how they choose to put uh to put other people over and other people under and who they decide to promote. It's very interesting and it's very political, man. Like I think it would be a great, like they have glow. Mm -hmm. There would just be a great 
show during the 90s about wrestling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And we the tried personalities to it around involved. the Fox and they shot it down real fast. Are, are, you, are you serious? <laughs> when I moved out here, I was telling Tommy, they were like, write a script, write a script. And I had never written scripts before, but I had a sure. lot of ideas for well, shows. Well, maybe that's why they turned it down. <laughs> like, and this guy says this. And I just explained it to him. But I wanted to write a wrestling show. And I'm sure yeah. somebody will soon. Yeah, uh, sure. Somebody listening, maybe, or you guys, because you're better writers, right. or Tommy, for Christ's sake. I'll, t- I'll tell you the great difficulty in doing that. Finish your story, though. No, it just never got. Oh, it just yeah. never happened. That's what they do when you first. That's what I had to do too. They're like, write a script. I'm like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. What about a tweet? Would you settle yeah. for a tweet? How about 2,500 tweets pasted together? <laughs> yeah. How about names? a tweet getting a hundo likes guaranteed? Oh, the shit. problem with that is Vince McMahon. I mean, you'd need the properties, and you'd need. I don't even know if well, you'd if need you the characters per se. Names. Yeah. You I don't know. You just need the name. branding. It, I just feel like it'd be hard. It'd be easier to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. They're very protective about that shit. But even in like the past 10 years, it's, it's gotten so loose and like all these like YouTubers get invited to sit ringside now. It's like it's way looser than it was for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as course. he's getting older, he's like, they got to. Well, also, you know, the other thing, you know, I don't want to go too much into this because a lot of people, their eyes glaze over when you talk about wrestling. Those are uninteresting people. But, you know, um, <laughs> something really interesting the WWD is really interesting for a couple different reasons. One, they're a publicly traded company, okay? They're on the New York Stock Exchange and shit like that. Number two, they were one of the first to kind of enter uh, digital platforms mm-hmm. in terms of providing content and becoming a sole provider of Shawn content. Shawn Michaels is live in the AOL chat room after his match. Exactly, with creating kind of the WWE channel. And, you know, I thought they were kind of ahead of their time in that and oh, maybe too ahead of their time. They were because like they pioneers, tried it once. Pioneers are always the ones who get arrows in their back. Mm. Yeah. And it was very funny. Look at Aaron. He's like, mm, he just said something wise. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like a YouTuber <laughs> trying to do stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So where are they with that digital platform? Are they still so doing that? So they tried to do it years ago, way before they should have. And it yeah, was like way a before they should have. And before it, the and bandwidth was even ready. Right. Yeah. And there was cool shit on like. There were round tables and dusty roads and, and all these dusty people. Dusty roads. Dusty It was roads. so interesting. That's the one thing. And they have all those uh, dusty, dusty roads. <laughs> and they had all the American Dream. Yeah. And uh, they had all these people talking about it. On, and it was like a kind of like a pay-per-view channel. Yeah. And it would just play wrestling stuff 24-7. But now they have like a Netflix thing where literally everything they've ever filmed Every television show, every Monday Night Raw, every Sunday Night Heat, everything from fucking WCW, everything from all the territory days before Vince McMahon Sr. and Vince McMahon Jr. took over. It's all in this one yeah. uh, and- like app. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's and it's ten dollars a month, and you could just watch. I, dude, I went back and I watched everything from our childhood in order. Oh, I love that, and show. I was like, it, it's insane. The story of uh, <clears throat> the consolidation. This would be a great thirty for thirty. What if I told you? You know what I mean? We could just do an episode. We, we have could. a podcast. <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> but the story of the consolidation of. Um, the different wrestling promotions yeah. and territories is really the story of the consolidation of American business itself. Yeah. You know, and you see it happening in every industry, whether it's the telecom industry 
or whether you know it's TV channels, everything just becoming consolidated into one entity. And wrestling, from a business standpoint, is in a really interesting place right now because you have the wwe you know who after struggling for the wcw really facing an existential crisis came back and vince and that whole brand was victorious and they gobbled everything up that they saw Mm -hmm. you know wcw ecw to the point where they had so many brands that they had to separate them on raw and 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 because you kill your competition then there's nothing necessarily like chasing you right but i think that's kind of really bad for wrestling because you need those different promotions where kind of talent develops and those new and exciting things happen and i know wwe next for a long time was really for the smart quote-unquote smart wrestling fans was where uh the nxc was where they went and now dusty Rhodes' kid cody Rhodes, has kind of an upstart uh Upstart wrestling that that's kind of gaining steam and popularity. Yeah, I mean not? that's kind of what's happening. I mean NXT is is look at how much I know about random shit. It's like. it's very <laughs> impressive. NXT is like the in house. This is how we develop our talent from the ground up. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They wrestle and they perform exactly like. And that's where a lot to. of the most popular guys are from. Now. But what the consolidation has done is kind of light the indies on fire. And now there's this like huge underground swell for things like uh, ROH, yeah, and Ring, uh, of Honor. Ring of Honor, and and stuff like that, um, because it's you know a New Japan pro wrestling because it's, that Japanese shit is raw and rugged. It's as fuck. Cra- it's always Yo, been if crazy you want to lose, first of all, wrestling then Mortal Kombat time frame, <laughs> like uh, Street Fighter two wrestling started to get fucking crazy. Yeah, therefore, and even here. Like that moment where mankind falls off the cage, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's kind of what brought WWE back, that that era of pay-per-view where they were going really fucking hardcore, along with, of course, you know, the Stone Cold and Vince storylines. Yeah, everybody had a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, wrestling was going so extreme. And what you saw from ECW in the 90s, oh, my God. God, dude, I can't even believe they put it on air. Reckless like the fun. amount of blood and gore, and the Japanese motherfuckers were on a completely different, like I open mean, skin wounds, like stuff? foreign yeah, skin crazy. wounds. What the fuck is an explosive match? I don't know if I'm familiar oh, with dude, that. They were, in Japan, they would throw you. Mick Foley used to be in these barbed wire ring matches where they would throw you over barbed wire into tables <laughs> filled with explosives. What? You can't entertain. Yeah. That's the most. Ed- Tommy, can you try to find a clip of that? By the way, Tommy, That's- go ahead and throw yourself <laughs> some, on some explosive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most entertaining shit ever, bro. Blood, blood on Tommy's hands for different <laughs> <So>. reasons. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, match. That over. makes a lot more sense, man. This will always be my favorite. Uh, my favorite wrestling promo. Get ready. Woo! We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this so world to the other so than good. you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, wearing high flying diamond ring wearing. wearing. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. That's another dude. Yeah. The promos when they didn't. Oh Ric Flair was the first no limit rapper. Did you, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> 
when they didn't have a room filled with 23 year olds writing wrestling promos uh, yeah. that and and i get why they do that because not everyone can be rick flair and yeah, just yeah. like improvise off his head like that yeah yeah but yeah. like there there was nothing he's like amazing that. dude and uh, the artistry in wrestling we're just gonna do it we have to do a whole wrestling episode but yeah. the artistry in promos is really something to behold mm -hmm. and even from somebody like a comedian who can appreciate stagecraft comedians you know, love wrestling patrice o'neill yeah, loved wrestling my favorite wrestler of all time will always be brett the hitman Hart. Yeah, okay yeah. oh yeah he's great okay canadian canadian <laughs> greatest wrestler of all time okay he sucked on the mic i'll, I'll tell he you did? that i'll tell you that much he'll admit that i'll tell you that much but he could tell a story in the ring. Absolutely. Unlike any other. Bret Hart tells a story in the ring. And you people, look, people hear that and scoff. But like, it's that is true. The kind of, people are like wrestling. So I, have fake, an blah, MFA, blah, blah. I have an MFA, by the way. I'm telling you, he tells a story, <laughs> man. Good. No, 100%. And if you could, you look at these two, this performance that these two guys are doing in this like elastic -y rope, brightly colored ring, and you're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But by the end of that, like 20, 30 minutes, if you could like care about the good guy because yeah. he's getting the shit beaten out of him, yeah. and uh, if you can make an, an arena filled with people and like a television audience care about you with no words. It's that's an amazing thing. Yeah, and you know the great thing that Brett did is he would get like injured in his elbow. Oh, you know what I mean. And then yeah, he'd be yeah. like carrying around the elbow injury. You're like, oh no, yeah. how is Brett gonna win with Selling his it. fucking yeah. elbows? He all can't walk up. on his knee. He can't do it. How's yeah. he gonna win? How's yeah. he gonna put the sharpshooter exactly. on somebody with no knee? I don't know. How's he gonna <laughs> sharpshooter? Greatest finisher. Also, yeah. my favorite. Great. I almost broke my brother's back. <laughs> sharpshooter. <laughs> You know what I mean, but uh, the reason I brought that up uh, in terms of in terms of uh, shoots and promos is Brett wasn't great on the mic, mm -mm. but then you look at guys like uh, CM Punk. Oh my God, like just amazing! Uh, yeah. What he, that one famous shoot he had where he just sat down bomb. and he he broke through the fourth wall, and then you know Steve Austin is the funniest motherfucker, He dude. made his own career with a promo. Oh, dude. St oh, okay, well, Steve Austin, after, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you got a rough rattlesnake or son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Uh, after he wasn't able to wrestle anymore, after he lost his knees, he made an entire career just off of promo. Yeah, 100%. And just off of being funny. Yeah. And that shit was so funny that it almost ruined wrestling. Yeah. Because I had to quit watching. This is actually when I quit watching wrestling. Because every time everyone would say something, everyone would go, what? What? Oh, they, yeah, what? Because Steve, a lot Steve Austin, and anyone who's trying to talk to him, yeah. like somebody was trying to talk. But that's to him. What? also that goes what? back to being yeah. a comedian. And it's like if you're, I, I heard Steve Martin talk about like if you're, he handled hecklers one of two ways: either he wouldn't even acknowledge them and yeah. look at them at all, like look over their heads, whatever, or he would keep talking over what anybody else was doing over and over again until he could feel that they were done. <laughs> and that's, that's what the. Yeah the wrestlers who were bothered by the what chant, like whenever there's a pause in the conversation, sure. like it's kind of their own fault. It's partially Steve Austin's fault for introducing it. But if <laughs> but the audience so is going to be a dick like dude. that, you're the wrestler, dude. Yeah. You're the superhero. You yeah, should be yeah, able yeah. to like shut the audience up. Absolutely. And my final one is the rock dude. Oh yeah. Oh, there's no, the rock on the mic. There's no touch. On the the rock on the mic was just like, uh, Don Rickles yeah. or like somebody at a roast. I mean, he made his career just being funny on the mic and that being funny on the mic on Thursday nights at SmackDown, 
starting there has propelled him now to be the highest, highest paid, paid actor in the history I think of the world it's like 123 yeah. million dollars a year so Close it's all it's it's all fucking silly you know what I mean it's wrestling's very silly but then again it creates these huge stars yeah. like you know the rock is now it gives you a crazy a, skill set when you're done with it man if you want to keep going yeah you are embedded yeah, and also yeah, you can sell some used cars too. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you want, if that's your yeah, you can yeah, also yeah, have. <laughs> you could also. Let get me tell you about this car, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or get, the commercials, I mean, you know, yeah. the promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah, also yeah. get CTE and commit murder suicide. You know, there's, I mean, that there's so many different options. Well. There's so many different paths. There's that, and it's a it's a publicly traded a uh, billion dollar company, and you know it can even get you a seat in Trump's cabinet, as you know Linda McMahon is there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Tommy, where are we on time? I think we got time for another another story, right? Let's take a caller. Let's take a caller. <laughs> we could. We're at one hour. One exactly. hour. Okay, let's do this story. Uh, one of my favorite ongoing feuds is the 50 Cent Floyd Mayweather feud. Oh, shit. Just because it's responsible for making Newsweek print headlines <laughs> like this. Uh, Floyd Mayweather 50 Cent feud over herpes, parenting, <laughs> and illiteracy. Through Instagram posts, uh, and both uh, Mayweather and 50 Cent continued feuding on Instagram Saturday with the former Money Team friends laying into each other's private lives. In a lengthy Instagram post, Mayweather went after uh, 50 Cent and his relationship with Shaniqua Tompkins' son, Marquise, and in response, uh, 50 Cent went after Mayweather's alleged uh, inability to read or write. <laughs> And I think illiteracy is so funny because I think that uh, Floyd Mayweather, as evidence later, uh, may actually not be able to read. Oh, that's like a well-known. <laughs> oh. That's like a well. Yeah, I think he actually can't read though. But uh, just real quick, Floyd wrote in the lengthy Instagram post showing an edited version of Fifty Cent's album cover. Uh, Mayweather also name-dropped fellow boxer uh, Mike Tyson before going on to point out 50 Cent filed for bankruptcy. He also made a vague reference to 50 Cent getting an STD. You always talking about somebody is broke, but the last time I checked, it was Curtis Jackson that filed for bankruptcy, not Floyd Mayweather. So quick to gossip like a bitch. Why don't you tell everybody how you got herpes from DJ? Which I love. I always DJ. love. DJ. Tanner? I have no idea. DJ, probably DJ fucking Tanner. That bitch got around after oh, Full House went She over. was on every episode of Family Double there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always love a public calling out of uh, of herpes. Like when Jessica Alba accused uh, Derek Jeter oh, of giving her herpes. What? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No, I don't know anything. Oh, yeah. Derek Jeter gave Jessica Alba herp, the herp dog. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah no, but I'm, she called herself out, too. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> In a weird way. Self-get. Yeah, but uh, so I love one of my favorite things now is 50 Cent in classic wrestling shoot fashion calling out the fact that Floyd Mayweather can't read. Woke up, I looked at the computer, the computer said, Floyd said, fuck T.I., fuck Nelly, fuck 50. I'm like, what do you say fuck me for? Nelly fucked your first baby mama, Melissa, then took your fucking fiance, say fuck that nigga. Oh, shit. Special a- These are adults, I love it. S L E L S challenge for you floyd if you can read one full page of a harry potter book nigga i'll give seven hundred fifty thousand to whatever charitable organization you want to fuck the bucket of ice man a phone call from my man jimmy kimmel jimmy said if floyd accepts the challenge then he'll put it on the actual show so you can read it on the show we don't want to put pressure on you 
We know you can't pronounce those words in that Harry Potter book, so we're going to let you read Cat in the Hat. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Damn. One page of Cat in the Hat? Well, One page of Cat in the Hat, wow. man. The title's half of it. That's like seven <laughs> words. <yeah. laughs> so it's funny. Uh, I actually here have footage of... Uh, Walk it in my pocket. Of Floyd Mayweather reading. Are you ready? And keeping with today's tradition, I'm sure it'll be queued up perfectly. Did you hear? <laughs> I heard you say you saw a door marked pirate. Yes, is there a pirate living in there? No, see, that's not what I was saying. Well, look, are we going to talk about pirates all day? We're going to find out what lives in there. Oh, wait, I fucked it up. This is the hungover golf. Charlie, what are you trying to tell me? That was Andre Agassiz. Yeah, it's Andre. Disability, dude. There's a note. There's a note. This is Tommy Finger and a girl. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to fucking pay for YouTube Red so this shit stays queued up. Okay. Here it is. It is queued up now. Just pay Tommy to pull Floyd Prince. Mayweather. You clearly have a learning disability, dude. There's a note. There's a note. Take it, baby. Meet at later bar, night or day, sometime. <laughs> Charlie. Ah, here we go. Charlie, what are you trying to tell me? If here, by now, then bad place be, trouble time for you when he comes. Kid's an idiot. Look at that door, dude. See that door right there? One marked pirate. You think a pirate lives in there? I see a door marked private. Is that the, is that the door you're talking about? No, I was talking about... Yep. I didn't say... No, did you, you What did you hear? <laughs> I heard you say you saw a door marked pirate. Yes. Is there that's a pirate living in there? No, see, that's not what I was saying. Well, well, look, are we going to talk about restaurant. pirates all day? We're going to find out what lives in there. Hey, now, explain to me... <laughs> Dude, I don't know if this is going to translate, but yeah. my friend Steve the other day said... You know how certain words look the same? And sure. so you read them differently? Sure. But he said a, a, a word... He was trying to say laughter, but he said daughter on purpose just because it looks the same, just to see who would catch it. He was like, and, and that caused us all great daughter. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> laughter. And I wasn't expecting it, and I fell out. That was the funniest shit I've ever heard what anyone was it? do. When was it? When was it? Yeah, what, what is the situation? We were on a podcast, oh, and he was like, podcast. we're just sitting around having daughter. I'm sorry, laughter. Oh, dude, I you didn't just expect broke it. The and I thought it was you're talking about a podcast on a fucking podcast. Oh yeah, I bro. hate when people do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate when people talk about their own podcast. Why? On their podcast. Why do you hate it? I hate when people start a podcast by saying, "Hey, this is our podcast. We're gonna we'll catch our bearings pretty soon." But right now, it's just us talking about stuff. Like that's just that's what hitting record does. <laughs> You hit record so you don't have to say any of that shit. And then you just start talking about whatever your podcast is about. I want to make a podcast about illiteracy. <laughs> Dude, you, you're going to get beat up by Floyd Mayweather. What do you think is the over under on Mayweather actually being able to read? I think it's like a well-known fact that he... he can't Because there's this clip. It doesn't really, you can't really hear it, but he's at a hotel and he's like trying to go over the bill with the guy, but he clearly can't. So he's uh, like, no, my mans will take care of it. But he's like trying like so hard to fucking do it. But know? that's sad. Yeah, that's not something sad. you make fun of somebody. But you can't make you fun should, of him. Though. I mean, we can, but no one in real life, like the waiter, can't be like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. He's got the ultimate comeback. Yeah. Just fucking a beat punch. your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Floyd Mayweather is doing right now? Counting. Mm. Counting what? Money. So much money? It's probably 
hanging I, out with his friends, listening, hanging to out with daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings this? I love. Do you ever this think song. these crazy kids? I can't read kids. the title of it. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Blood in my eye. I can't see. I relate to that. I got punched a lot. This is good. Holy shit. Guys, it's been so much fun. We're gonna end it on one more thing, guys. One more thing. Who do you think would Aww. be? Do you think? Do you think Floyd Mayweather is a good <laughs> financial investor? Would you trust? Uh, yeah. For would sure. you trust if you gave? Would you give your money to Floyd Mayweather, and uh, and trust him to my money? To invest it. Uh, hey, yeah. Floyd, what could you do with this five thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd give him my five. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't give him my tight five. Yeah. In let me ask you. In nineteen eighty four. Would you have bought the Dallas Cowboys for fifty million dollars? Do I have in this scenario? Do I have fifty million dollars? Yes, you have fifty million dollars. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Is yeah. that a good or bad investment? How much do you think the Cowboys are worth today? Fifty-two million dollars. Two billion. Four point eight billion dollars. They are the world's most valuable franchise. What? Yeah, ahead of uh, ahead of Manchester United. Yeah, uh, Manchester United is number two. But uh, this is what a quote. Uh, Jerry Jones would go on to buy the Cowboys, but they asked one businessman in 1984 about buying the Cowboys for $50 million. Here was his quote. I feel sorry for the poor guy who is going to buy the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a n- the poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no-win situation for him uh, because if he wins, well, so what? They've won through the years, and if he loses, which seems likely, because they're having troubles, he'll be known to the world as a loser. Yeah. I'll give you exactly one guess <laughs> to guess who, which prominent businessman said this in 1984. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> it is uh, none other than Donald J. fucking Trump, You're going to buy the Cowboys? You're going to be a loser. Donald Trump. Instead of buying the Cowboys for fifty million dollars, yes, that's right, state. fifty million dollars. <laughs> he decided to purchase the New Jersey Generals. <laughs> you want to be a winner? You go with the Generals. A league. It was a spring league, which was doing well until like Donald J. Trump entered uh, the league. What he told them to do, he made them, he bullied them to go up against the NFL directly head-to-head in the fall. Smart. You know what I mean? Instead oh, yeah. of existing it's as brilliant. a counter league XFL. in the spring, yeah. which is going very smart. And, of course, the uh, numbers quickly went to zero. So they sued the NFL like an antitrust said they had a, they had a monopoly. Which, to Donald Trump's credit, the U.S. fell one, mm-hmm. and they were awarded exactly one dollar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're known throughout history as a winner. <laughs> you're known for winning so Dude, hard, Donald right? Trump uh, bought that team that plays the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win so hard. You're going to get tired of winning. You can only lose for so long. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are due. They've been paying the best competition for 50 years. Uh, Let's sync up with the NBA. (laughs) We have the best white guys, the tallest white guys. (laughs) We're going to get rid of the Mexicans. No more blacks. We're going to have the best white team that's ever been. (laughs) We'll dig up the body of Pistol Pete Maravich, Bob Cousy, John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek. It'll be amazing. This goes on and on. They're all winners. It'll be amazing. Form a fucking wall. Holy shit, man. Yeah, they don't set picks. They set walls. What did you guys learn today, man? 
What did you learn, Aaron Weaver? You learned oh, a lot man. about wrestling today? I learned a lot about wrestling, man. I only knew the WWF from back in the day. Yeah. And apparently that's not shit. You guys didn't even mention that. <laughs> well, <laughs> what did you learn? Aaron Weaver, tell me where to find Tatanka. you. What do you got going <laughs> on? my favorite. Tatanka. <laughs> was the Tatanka shit, dude. was dope, dude. Dude, that yeah, was the that best gauge from the 90s WrestleMania. Yeah. Remember that on the Super Nintendo and shit? Yeah, man. Tatanka, Tatanka, you could do the finishers. Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Hell Bigelow. Yeah. Hell Bam Bam Bigelow kind of looks like Jay Chris Newberg. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> British Bulldog, yeah. British Bulldog was Mr. Perfect. A, Mr. Curtis Henning, perfect. Yeah, guy. I like Good guys fan. like the tax man, the IRS, IRS guy. IRS, the oh, most boring wrestler. Because all of his like insults had to do with like taxing you. Yeah. He was the Republican's worst nightmare. Call the people tax, tax man. <laughs> Eddie the model Martel. I'm pretty sure, you know, he was a late homosexual. Who else was there? Ted DiBiase. DiBiase. Oh, Rick the model Martel? It wasn't Eddie? No. It's Rick? Okay. Rick All right, Martel look at... Very French. Mike being a fucking wrestling He carried around a uh, perfume called Arrogance with him at all times. <laughs> so. Who else? Ted DiBiase, Virgil. Oh, yeah. Lex... Yeah. Lex the Narcissist Luther. <laughs> Narcissist. Luger. Nah. What was he? The Narcissist. The Narcissist. <laughs> but that's what Bobby the Brain Heenan called me. He's like, Narcissist. The Narcissist. Like, no one told him how to pronounce it. Uh, Holy shit. Oh, my God. We have fun. But, dude, this is what I loved about the 80s and 90s. Everything was so cheesy and hokey. It was, like, so much fun, 80s dude. wrestling. Dude, Andre the Giant ruled oh, Andre. Oh, that HBO documentary is fucking fantastic, it dude. It's great. And Mike, tell him what you learned today. Um, that Andre Agassi with the toupee. I never knew that. I feel yeah. like that's a huge part of my childhood that I was, because I loved uh, him. I, I had no loved idea. Andre. There was a Letterman clip I didn't get to where he talks about not doing it, but oh man, I loved Andre. He had dope and, shoes too. He had Nikes coming out. They were shoe. fucking awesome. His whole vibe was dope. He wore denims at fucking at Wimbledon. Dude, he was the you most know chafed posh? tennis player of all time. <laughs> what? He's most what? Chafed. Chafed. He's probably the most 100% most chafed. Yeah, yeah. He, he wore, had a talcum powder sponsorship. <laughs> He had he, an Aqua Force sponsorship. He wore those. Most <laughs> <laughs> Aqua Four and Aquanet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Upstairs and downstairs. He wore those like denim cutoffs, like the same way girls who shop at Urban Outfitters these days do. Yeah. <laughs> All the girls <laughs> taking pictures I mean? in front of that pink wall on Melrose. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know how posh Wimbledon is? Like, you're only supposed to wear white and shit. Like, yeah. they just let in a black person and barely into their family. You just know what I mean? Now. Just now. And what did I learn? Nothing. I learned that I know a lot about wrestling, and I stone myself with the knowledge that I hold each and every day, guys. Uh, I'm so proud of you, man. I know. Thanks, man. Uh, follow us on at Fanatics Instagram and Twitter. We do have a winner. I have to keep announcing it. We're going to get you that gift certificate this week, buddy. And uh, I have Haha ha Cafe tonight, Monday Laugh Factory, September. August 13th, Sean Joshi and Friends is returning. We're going to have so much fucking guys. You guys need to plug anything? Uh, comedians You Should Know, tomorrow night, improv. Comedians You Should Know, tomorrow night, Thursday. Hollywood Improv, Thursday, Aaron Weaver. Yeah. Burbank and Comedy Festival. Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> he, he applied, guys. He I applied. applied all day. He applied, guys. And uh, we're going to zone. We're going to play it out with what I think is the best movie since 2000, with the best clip, with the best poet named Dylan Thomas. Guys, uh, listen to Wise Worlds of Michael Caine, and do not go gentle into that good night, people. See you next week. Amelia, be safe. Give my regards to Dr. Mann.
It looks good for your trajectory. We've calculated two years to Saturn. It's a lot of drama, me. Look after my family, will you please, sir? We'll be waiting for you when you get back. Little older, a little wiser, but happy to see you. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end, no dark is right. Because their words had fought no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light.